Hey guys, good afternoon and welcome to the 330 Sports Show. My name is Justin Coffin. Today is June 15th, 2023. Uh, in just a minute, I'm going to bring on a very special guest, uh, but we are live down here at Youngstown Studios. Make sure to uh, like, share, uh, leave a review, um, anything you can do to help our channel, help our page. We appreciate that. Um, we got BJ running uh, the show behind the scenes here today, but we are going to bring on our uh, very special guest. Uh, she is, I'm going to let her tell you uh, about where she's from and all that stuff, but uh, we're going to bring on golf sensation, uh, Gianna Clement. Gianna, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you uh, for taking time out of your day. Uh, I've been talking with your dad uh, over the past couple of weeks, but we appreciate you taking time out of your uh, very, very busy golf schedule. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So no golf today, nothing on the calendar today or were no, you already no. out? Already out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. So Gianna, um, let's, let's start. I'm, you know, I'm wearing the 330 hat. I know you have some roots here. Uh, I know you're down in Florida a little bit too. So tell us a little bit about your background and, um, you know, your ties to the Youngstown, Trumbull County area. Yeah. So um, my whole family uh, lives here um, and I was born and raised here until I was about nine. And we made the decision to move down to Florida so that I could play golf year round. Um, and obviously that came with the decision of also pulling me out of school um, and putting me in an online uh, at the time elementary school, but now high school. Um, and yeah, we've been doing that ever since we bought a house down there a couple of years ago. Um, we still really enjoy spending time up here, you know, with our family and some of my hometown friends. Um, but yeah, we've definitely spent a lot of time in Florida as well. And that has kind of become a second home for us. Nothing wrong with uh, living in Florida, especially yes. in the uh, winter months. Definitely not. Um, I think a lot of people would like to take that, uh, take that course. So um, Gianna, you know, how is that like being, you know, what was that like, you know, going from, you know, being in where, where would you have gone to school? Howland? John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy. Okay. So um, what was that like, you know, going down there to going online and then, you know, being in the game of golf a lot? It was definitely a big change. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't think I quite realized the significance of it at first. You know, I was in fourth grade, so I didn't really, <laughs> you know, fully comprehend it. But now that I'm in high school, I personally, it's not for everybody. I'll say that first. It's definitely online school is, is not for um, every high school student, but um, it's just kind of something that works for us. Um, and I'm very lucky to find the school that I am in right now, um, which has a very fle flexible schedule, uh, which allows me to practice as much as I want and while still getting a good education, which is also very important. So yeah, it's definitely not for everybody, but I'm glad we found something that has worked for us. Okay. Very good. Very good. So tell us a little bit about your training schedule when you're not like, take us through a day, like when you're not playing a tournament. So what does a day in your life look like when you're, you know, just like an, an off day? Um, I would say most off days, uh, mm -hmm. probably still consist of practice. Um, normally I'll go out there and I'll spend, you know, four or five hours out there with my dad working on different things, working on, you know, whether normally we pick maybe one or two things per day to work on. Um, and it also depends on, you know, when my next tournament is, where it is. Um, it just kind of depends on stuff like that. 
Um, but yeah, we spend a lot of time out there just because we enjoy it. Um, so yeah, we'll spend a couple hours out there almost every day. Uh, not because I have to, but because I want to. Um, and then I'll come home and spend some time with my family, maybe go out with my friends. Um, it just kind of depends. We live a very on and off lifestyle, so no, no day looks the same, um, which is something that I really enjoy just kind of, you know, taking it day by day and doing different stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. That sounds great. Uh, now, Gianna, I met your dad probably about, I want to say about seven, eight years ago, and he was, you know, telling telling us as a group um, just how good you were at that time. I think you were eight at the time. When did you know, hey, I might be uh, pretty decent at this game of golf? Um, I don't know if there was a specific moment. I think it was more of a gradual um, kind of level up, you know, as you go. And obviously we still have way more levels to go. So I think it's definitely kind of a gradual process. But the first um, time that I was really recognized by any sort of media was when I qualified for the AM when I was 11, the US Women's AM. Um, I had never received press and media like that. Um, and that was definitely kind of an eye opener for me. I was like, wow, a lot of people want to talk to me about this. And that was something that was you know, new for an 11 year old. So uh, yeah, that was definitely... I definitely had a couple moments at the AM that year that were like, wow, a lot of people are talking to me right now. So it was definitely a little overwhelming in the beginning, um, but that's become something that I've really enjoyed. That's awesome. And you're at the uh, the old age of what, 15 now? Yeah. So you're, you're, a, you're <laughs> getting to be a veteran at this. Uh, so take us through, like, what are some of your rituals or routines uh, maybe before a tournament? Um, I think, well, I kind of, I do the same thing pretty much every time. Um, I like to keep, you know, my, my preparation for every tournament the same, um, which can vary a little bit depending on, again, like I said before, like the course, um, where it is, when it is, um, if I'm caddying for myself or if I have a caddy, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, but I like to keep my preparation the same. Um, and I like to keep, you know, the expectations just very, equal and just mm -hmm. kind of, you know, keep trying to stay calm with it. Um, but I definitely try to do the same things. Um, so, you know, like practice rounds and stuff like that and preparation, whether it's actually at the course or before I try to keep it all the same. Okay. Now just talking to you here for a couple minutes, I, I pick up like a pretty chill demeanor. Are you a pretty chill person off the course? Definitely off the course. Okay. Um, on the course, I can get pretty tense and pretty competitive, which is something that I've tried to kind of keep a little bit inside a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, definitely can get really tense and I have really high expectations for myself, um, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. But uh, yeah, definitely really chill off the course. And then I get on the course, I can get pretty competitive. <laughs> so you mentioned with caddying, you might caddy for yourself. Sometimes you might have a caddy. A lot of times I believe that person is your dad. So how does that work? Uh, do you two, do you two battle? Do you get along? Does he give you honest advice where you might not like it, but you take it? Like, what's that like where, with your, with your dad on the course? I think we definitely, I've been very blessed with my dad has a lot of knowledge about the game. Um, 
we definitely will go back and forth. We'll bicker a little bit like any parent and child would. Um, but honestly, that's kept to a minimum on the course a lot. Um, we kind of, if, if especially if he's on the bag, um, it kind of, we get out on the course and we're both just kind of in our own element. Um, and we get along really well. And as I said before, he's really knowledgeable, not just about my game, but about courses and just everything in general. He's very knowledgeable. So um, it's kind of like having a tour caddy almost like mm -hmm. he's just that knowledgeable and he just knows that much. So, yeah, we definitely get along very well. And you're from a golf family. I believe he golfed. And did you have an uncle or an aunt yeah. that golfed as well? Yeah, his my dad's brother. Okay. Too. Okay. Very good. Very good. So it's kind of instilled at an early age with you. Definitely, so yeah. you started, like, when did you first pick up a golf club? Um, my dad gave me plastic clubs when I was like 18 months old. Okay. Um, and then he put me in like one of those really small, like us kids, local tournaments when I was yeah. five. Um, and then just kind of started to gradually play more and more events each year. Okay. All right. Great. So, Gianna, there's a lot of people that love the game of golf out there that aren't to your skill level, uh, but might want to eventually try to be where you're at right now or, you know, go further. So what advice would you give to whether it's a 10-year-old, a 5-year-old, or a 50-year-old that might not be very good, uh, but maybe is just picking up a club for the first time? What advice would you give a new golfer? Um, I just say work hard, um, work. I mean, the work ethic that it takes to be at this level and continue not only to just be at this level, but want to continue to get better. Um, mm -hmm. it takes 24 seven, uh, work and that has to be something that you're willing to do and you're either willing to do it or you're not. Um, there's no in between. You can't get caught up in between, you know, kind of wanting to put the work in and then kind of being like, well, I can take today off. That's just not really an option. Um, so the biggest thing for me, it kind of sounds cliche at this point, but it would just be to work hard. Okay. No, that's great advice. Um, your strongest aspect of your game and maybe an aspect that you think you could improve on the most for maybe someone that hasn't seen you play. Oh, goodness. Um, strongest aspect of my game is definitely my ball striking. Um, I've always been really good at hitting fairways and greens. Um, and something that I can definitely improve on, which is a constant work in progress, is um, putting. I've okay. done countless hours on the putting green just trying to do, you know, maintenance work and trying to figure out, you know, why the ball is not rolling the way I want to or, you know, there are so many things, so many factors that go into whether you're going to make a putt or not. Um, and some of that can also be mental. So uh, definitely putting in the hours there is really important. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, so we talked about your dad being a caddy. Sometimes you caddy for yourself. If you could choose a celebrity caddy, whether it's a golfer or just anyone out there, do you have someone in mind that you would like to uh, get your golf advice from on a random round oh gosh um i mean i guess i would have to say tiger woods That's like a pretty good choice i don't know if he i mean he'd probably be a good caddy i mean i mean <laughs> odds are yeah i would say tiger yeah okay all right all right very good so um let's stick with that so 
Tiger Woods as your caddy. You can choose him on at, on this question as well. But uh, if you could pick a foursome to go out with, you and three others, who are you picking? Tiger is also in my foursome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Tiger, Tom Brady, and probably my dad. Like I'd probably want to play mm. with Tiger and Tom Brady with my dad. Okay. All right. Yeah, like why? Be- why Tom Brady? I'm just I'm just a huge football fan. And okay. I just watched Tom Brady. Like I watched um, his last season. I went to his supposed last game before he retired and then unretired. Um, so yeah, I've just always been a big football fan, and I've seen like him actually play golf. Uh, so it was that would definitely be fun. I feel like to witness in real life. Okay. All right. Yeah, that'd be a highly competitive yeah. uh, round there too. Okay. So. Uh, let's get back a little bit to the actual game, like the mental game uh, for golf. That's so, so important. There's a lot of people with like the same skill level out there, but a lot of times it's between the ears. What really, you know, the that big difference. So what are you thinking or what are you uh, doing from a mental standpoint uh, to approach a round? For me, it's different for everybody. Um, but for me personally, I try to not think. Um, when I think too much, that's when things go wrong for me. Uh, when I overthink, whether it's you know a singular putt or a tournament in general, um, when I think too much, whether if it's even if it's just over the ball, um, mm-hmm. if I think too much, things are odds are not not going to go my way. Um, and so I try. You can't try to not think, but um, I mean it's very difficult. Uh, one of the hardest things to do, in my opinion, is to try and stay calm, especially for me. I'm extremely competitive. I want to win absolutely everything. Um, and unfortunately that just doesn't happen all the time in golf. Um, so just trying to stay really calm, um, and collected is, is really important. Try not to try not to think so much. I, I'm going to write that down and take mental notes because I am, I'm a very, very average golfer, but I'm in my own head half the time. And so I'm just wondering how you conquer that, how you don't think out there too much. That just seems like easier said than done. Have, have, has that been a process for you? Have you got better at that as you've played more rounds? Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely, you know, I don't always conquer it. Uh, I get in my head sometimes and I'm not able to get out. Uh, and it happens and it's happened before in many tournaments. Um, and it's just kind of something that you have to learn as you go. Um, and it comes with experience. I mean, the first time that I was, you know, kind of thrown into the pressure and the media and, you know, the competitiveness of whether it's junior or amateur golf, or even at the professional level, um, the first time I was thrown into that, I was definitely really overwhelmed. Um, and definitely something that, you know, you put a lot of expectation on and you want to win so bad. And sometimes when that doesn't happen, you get in your own head and you overthink, you know, maybe the next tournament or the next round. Um, so it's definitely easier said than done. No doubt. No doubt. So, uh, Gianna, what is your, uh, if you had to pick one aspect of golf, whether it's the courses, uh, the competition, whatever it might be, what's your favorite aspect of being a golfer the competition for sure okay um i love competing i love even just competing with my family or my friends i'm competitive in absolutely everything um so definitely you know and it doesn't always go my way as i said before you're not always gonna win um 
but definitely just competing. I think that when you've gone through those struggles and, you know, those hard times and you've gone through maybe, you know, coming up short a couple of times, I think it makes the wins even sweeter um, and it makes them a lot more special. So definitely the competitive aspect is really, really special for me. So if you guys are playing like Monopoly or Checkers or something at your house, you're trying to win that no matter what? Absolutely. I can't play Monopoly anymore because <laughs> I just, I've, that's the one game that's like not allowed in our household. Okay. I just get, I just get so mad. I'll just quit. That's good. I, I so love mad. it. I love it. You know, you bring the fire <laughs> no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you've played a lot of courses. I know you have over 130 wins in your career. Uh, three time world champion, which is amazing to even say one time world champion. Um, what is the, the, your favorite course you've ever played? And I think I know the answer, but yeah, I mean, I think after you've played Augusta national, I mean, I think you would say that all the time. I was lucky enough to play Augusta national twice um, and hopefully play again the next couple of years. Um, and that was just, it's just so perfect. Like there's no flaws and mm -hmm. it's, it was just amazing to see in real life. I've been on the grounds before, but um, never obviously been inside the ropes. So to be inside the ropes and to play twice was awesome. Did you have a, like a favorite is if you had to pick out like a certain hole, uh, was there, a, was there a certain one that stands out to you? Probably 12. Um, mm -hmm. I've just seen 12 so much on TV. Um, not only in the masters, but also, you know, on the coverage when I used to watch it for the guest national Women's Am, um, before I made it. So I've just seen that hole so much on TV and, to get to play it like and see you know what club i was hitting and you know where the pin was it was just it was really cool and i i was able to watch a little bit of that tournament the women's am and that was i believe the week before the masters this year yeah. and when they cut to you uh i i believe you were the youngest player in the field is that yeah. correct yep so what is that like competing against you know women girls that are I don't know, eight to 10 years older than you. What, what's that like? Yeah, it's definitely something that I'm really familiar with at this point. Um, I've been the youngest for at least a couple of years now. Um, and that's something that I'm slowly growing out of in junior golf. Um, you can definitely see, you know, some new arising players. Um, and that's kind of a weird feeling, but definitely at the amateur level, I'm still considered, you know, one of the young ones. Um, and it used to bother me a little bit. Um, and I used to kind of take it as an insult, but now it just, it really doesn't bother me. And you know, I know that wherever I show up, I've earned my place there. Um, and I, you know, I'm very confident in my own game. Um, so it's not something that bothers me anymore as much. Okay, great, great. Now, going into Augusta National, uh, this was the second time you have played it, you said? Yeah, I played. So we got a practice round and then obviously okay. the final round. Okay. So do you approach walking on a course like that differently than, you know, playing at Mill Creek Park here in Portman or, you know, playing up at Avalon or, or something like that? I think obviously there's a lot of prep that goes into, you know, the practice round for that, obviously trying to, you know, soak up as much information as the caddy will give you and, you know, trying to, you know, play from different spots and, you know, see where the misses are and stuff like that. Obviously, I think you're a little bit more focused than you would be if you're just playing Avalon, but, um, <laughs> I think I pr approached the course the same, obviously took some time to, you know, stop and smell the roses a little bit and look at, you know, the views around me. 
But um, other than that, you know, I was just trying to prep like I would at any other course and, um, you know, again, go into the final round like I would any other time. I love that you said that too. like take a little bit of time to appreciate, but also, you know, focus on the round that that's that's great that you can do that at at the age you're at. So um, do you have a dream course that you have not played yet? Oh, probably Pebble Beach. I feel like I haven't, I was kind of close to US Open qualifying this year, um, but I feel like Pebble, I've also seen that on TV, like so mm-hmm. much, like there's so many courses that I've seen on TV that I haven't played yet. So yeah, Pebble would probably be really far up there. I have a feeling we'll see you uh, play in there maybe someday. Um, how about toughest course you've ever played? Oh, um, probably Augusta. Okay. That was really, I think, like, driving-wise, it wasn't that difficult. But once you get on the greens, it's just, like, it's just, like, shock. Like, you're just, mm-hmm. like, where do I, where am I going? Um, and there were definitely a lot of putts in the practice round and in the final round, too, that broke a completely different way than I thought they would. Okay. So it's just kind of experience with the course a little bit. Obviously, I'd only played it once. So, yeah, it's, it was really difficult. Okay. Now – at 15 it sounds funny to say this but you have played a long time you've played for over 10 years now in tournaments um do you have a favorite like uh shot or a favorite round that sticks out to you in your time golfing as this is the maybe the best shot i've ever taken or this is my most memorable shot anything like that that sticks out to you i have a lot of those um i don't know i guess when you win 130 times (laughs) there's probably a few mixed in there i don't know if i could pick one i definitely can think of a couple different memories that were really special like both of my hole in ones were really special um i've had a couple hole outs that were really special especially in match play um yeah i've had a couple moments that i can more than a couple but i've had a lot of moments that i can think of that were really special uh most of them with my dad on the bag which makes it even more special. So yeah, I can think, I can think of a lot of them, but I don't know if I can pick one. Okay. No, that's, that's fine with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's hard to pick one uh, when you've won that many times, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, now, as I said, you've won 130 plus times uh, in a very short span. Do you ever get used to winning? Definitely not. Um, I think especially junior and amateur golf is very on and off um, and golf in general is um, and you can have, you know, one of the best weeks of your life and then, you know, play below average the next week. Um, It's just kind of the way that golf is. Mm -hmm. So definitely never get, I never get tired of winning. I never get used to winning. Um, There've been a lot of ups and downs uh, so far in my junior and amateur career and a lot of those downs, as I said before, will make the ups and the wins a lot sweeter. So definitely never something that you get used to. Okay. All right. Do you have, uh, do you have someone you emulate either from like a role model uh, perspective or from a golf game perspective, whether it's LPGA or PGA Tour? Uh, I would probably say Nelly Corda. Um, I think that not only is her swing and her game very I would I would say her swing is very smooth like I mm-hmm. kind of 
formulate my swing around hers. Um, but also her attitude towards the game is something that I really look up to. Um, she's very calm and collected, which I know probably, you know, on the inside as a competitor, I know that that's not always how you feel. You don't always feel that calm, but um, to be able to portray that on the outside and keep yourself relatively calm and collected is something that I really look up to and something I'm still working on a lot. Okay. All right. Good comparison. Now, now that you're in high school and you're approaching the college age, uh, are you starting to look at schools at all? I'm sure they're reaching out to you already, but are they, are you starting to look at schools at all? So I'm not allowed to talk to coaches yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely something that has been on my mind recently a lot. Uh, definitely something that's approaching very quickly. Um, mm -hmm. we're, you know, a year away from being able to talk to coaches and I remember it like it was yesterday that it was still three years away. So, um, yeah, definitely getting up there, but, um, kind of still something that I'm putting to the side for now. Um, definitely have a lot more that I want to accomplish this year and into next year. Uh, before I have to start thinking about that. So I'm in, I'm in no rush as of right now. That's good. That's good. Enjoy it and take it day by day. Uh, you got to still remember, enjoy your uh, childhood, I guess, as, a, <laughs> as you would say. Um, now, let me uh, just, we'll peek into the future here a little bit. So whatever school you end up attending or going to college for, uh, you're playing golf, NIL is now a thing. So you can cash in on your name, image, and likeness. If you could pick one product or one brand that would be like a dream endorsement, it doesn't have to be related to golf. What might you choose? Oh, goodness. Um, if I could pick one. And we can <sighs> save this tape and then send it to them later on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, probably Lululemon. Okay. I have like a Lululemon ex like obsession and it's this, their stuff is so expensive that I like have to make sure I don't spend like all of my money on it. But right. um, yeah, I definitely, I'm like wearing like all Lulu right now too. <laughs> um, yeah. That would definitely be just to get like, I feel like if, even if you got like free stuff from Lululemon, I would be like happy for like the rest of my life. So. All right. Save this tape. Yeah. Yana Clement. <laughs> Uh, in three years from now, cashing in on her NIL deal for Lululemon. <laughs> so uh, we'll uh, hopefully get that deal done for you. So uh, Gianna, as someone that like me, I'm just going to use myself as an example. I am, you know, I golf a handful of times a year. I'm very, I'm just very average, but I get like, I, I get in my head before I get to that first tee and there's no one around, you know, I'm at a golf scramble. I'm golfing with some friends, whatever. And I get in my own head. I'm th I'm thinking too much. As you approach the tee at one of these matches, and there's dozens, if not hundreds, of people around you, how do you handle that? I know we talked a little bit about pressure earlier, but like, what's going through your mind? Whether you're teeing off first or you know second on the tee or whatever it might be, what's yeah. going through your mind? I think it's uh, again something that comes with experience. Um, definitely, the first time I was around, you know, tons of people, it was there was, you could feel the pressure a lot. Um, and I feel like it kind of was just like a blurred, it was just blurred and everybody was talking and you feel like everybody's talking about you. Um, and it's definitely something that you get used to with time and, um, definitely something that I've experienced not a lot, but I've handled some pretty big crowds. Obviously 
Augusta, there was a lot of people lined up by that first tee. Um, mm. And that's definitely something that, you know, I still get a little bit nervous sometimes. Um, but it's important to just remind yourself that, you know, you're here for a reason um, and you're very capable of doing this. And that's exactly what I reminded myself of walking up on the first tee at Augusta National. Obviously, something I never thought I'd do at 15. But um, yeah, I stepped right up there and hit a drive right down the middle. So all you have to do is just really remind yourself that you're here for a reason. Love it. Love it. Uh, so you've already accomplished so much at the age of 15. You got a long career ahead of you. What are some short-term and some maybe some long-term goals that you have for yourself? Um, sh very short-term. Um, this year, one of my main goals, actually for the last couple of years, has always been to make the Junior Solheim and Junior, junior Ryder Cup teams. Um, that's something that to play for my country is something that I've always, something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. Um, and that's obviously coming up here in a couple months. So hopefully we'll have a good season and I'll be able to make those teams. But um, a little bit more long-term, obviously playing collegiately um, and very, very long-term, I want to be the best of all time. Um, and I have a long ways to go and a long it's going to be a, a very long journey uh, that we have just barely started um, but i'm excited to see where it takes me you don't set goals you don't get to them so uh, <laughs> I, I love it you got you have them all up the up, up the rung too so you're uh you're well on your way um okay here's a like a fun question hypothetically you know in baseball games the batter walks up to the plate they have like an intro song uh for you know before they get to the plate. Now, golf is more of a serene, calm feeling, you know, but if there was hypothetically a, uh, a walk-up song to the first tee for uh, Gianna Clement, what is the song that's playing for you? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> probably Levels by Avicii. Okay. I feel like that's on, I have a, I have a playlist that's dedicated to like, um, warm-ups like for tournaments um just to kind of like hype me up a little bit um and really i guess feel less of the nerves and feel more of excitement um so yeah levels is 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 the number one track on that playlist love it that's good yeah that's that's definitely you know like you said pump you up some people it's interesting to hear that answer because some people want to be more calm some people need to get hyped up a little bit so depending on their temperament love it um do you have uh, a favorite golf movie probably tin cup i've probably watched that movie like at least 25 times um anytime it's like on just like direct tv or like if it's on like youtube tv i'll just like turn it on and just I'll just sit there and watch it, even though I've watched it like a million times before. Okay. No, that's good. I saw it. And this was, I was just at the Memorial tournament a couple weeks ago and a very tin cup like story. I, I can't remember the golfer's name, but he finished with a, a 78, I believe, but he hit it uh, on the last hole, the 18th hole at the Memorial hit it in the water, like four times in a row. And on the last hole or on his last attempt, he, he like drained it. So uh, very tin cup esque. Uh, mm -hmm. Have you ever had a, a frustrating moment like that where you maybe are just like, you know what, I'm going for it and you can't clear that water or anything like that? Probably. <laughs> Not one that I can think of at the moment, but yeah, definitely in the moment, it, it can be pretty frustrating. Um, okay. And definitely 
can lead you towards some, you know, go big or go home moments, mm -hmm. um, which sometimes will go my way and sometimes won't. It just depends. It's not always going to go my way. So, yeah, definitely the frustration can lead to to some of that, you know, ride or die, I guess. Okay. Uh, is there a, if you could pick your least favorite type of weather to golf in now, you know, we just had a drought here in Northeast Ohio. So, you know, everything's really fast, makes the greens really fast. Uh, maybe it's cold weather. Is there a, your least favorite type of weather to golf in? Um, probably any sort of rain. I just don't like playing in, in wet conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, I would much rather, and not that I love playing in firm conditions either, but, um, definitely don't like playing in wet conditions. I've had a couple of tournaments where, you know, I don't have a caddy and I'm kind of, you know, by myself and, you know, I'm trying to hold the umbrella and I'm trying to carry the golf bag and it can be very overwhelming. That's probably my least favorite thing to do. Um, uh, I just do not like playing in the rain at okay. all. <laughs> Uh, let me ask you this too, um, from a, like a physical fitness type aspect, what do you do outside off the course? Obviously you're walking miles and miles every day, but, uh, what other kind of training do you do, uh, to get ready for the game of golf? I used to do CrossFit. Um, but I did end up hurting my back pretty bad mm -hmm. doing CrossFit and I was, you know, 10 and 11 doing that stuff, um, can be a lot. And I kind of, took a break from the fitness side of things. Um, and it just recently has kind of started up again. Um, and I've actually found pretty big passion for the gym recently. Um, and just kind of, it not only is it good for golf, but it can also be good for this. Um, mm -hmm. and it can kind of, you know, distract my mind a little bit. Um, so that's definitely something that has been a little bit more recent, um, but really enjoying it so far. And it's definitely good for the golf game too. <laughs> and we, we all know golf is going to consume a lot of your life, a lot of your, uh, you know, day-to-day -day activities. What are some of your interests outside of the game of golf? Um, I love fitness. Uh, I love spending time with my friends. If I'm not on the golf course, I actually, I really love being busy. Um, mm -hmm. So if I'm not on the golf course or I'm not in the gym, um, I'm probably with my friends or FaceTiming my friends. Um, or spending time with my family. I love, you know, doing different things um, and staying busy all the time. So I, you won't, re you'll rarely catch me sitting on the couch. Um, I'm always up and doing something. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, well, where can people follow you, Gianna, on social media or a website or something? Tell us how people can follow you, um, you know, to keep up with what you're doing. So my Instagram is Gianna Clement Golf. Um, and I'm working on a website update as we speak. Um, and it's, it's a little bit outdated at the moment, but, uh, hopefully we'll get that updated pretty soon so that people who don't have Instagram can follow along. Okay. All right. Very good. So Gianna, again, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day. Um, because I know what a grueling schedule you do have. Um, <laughs> so what, what's next for you? Like what tournaments next, what's coming up? Um, I have an AJGA Invitational that's in about a week and a half, um, and it's in Charleston. So definitely putting in some serious hours to prep for that one. And then got a pretty big July and August as well, which I'm really excited for, going to the West Coast for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be very busy, but hopefully really fun. Now, um, one last quick question. Do you have uh, a favorite city 
you've traveled to in all your time traveling? Oh, goodness. Um, I've been a lot of places. Um, I love the West Coast, anywhere on the West Coast. Um, I've been to Washington State already this year. Um, I'm going to go to California soon and Colorado as well. So anywhere on the West Coast is is good for me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, we're proud of you and love seeing what you're doing. Uh, keep doing the great things. Tell your dad an happy um, or an early happy uh, Father's Day. And uh, <laughs> we wish you all the best, Gianna. Please keep in touch. And uh, let's. Uh, we, we are really looking forward to you seeing uh, seeing you do great things going forward. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, we are going to close out here. Um, an early happy Father's Day to everyone out there watching. Uh, we appreciate you uh, tuning into the show. Make sure to like, share, follow, and uh, uh, not just my show, 330 Sports Show, but uh, Young Sound Studio as well. So everybody out there, have a great day. Uh, we are going to throw up a fun little uh, Father's Day special, if you will, uh, tomorrow. So look for that on our channel. And again, thank you uh, to Gianna Clement for uh, joining us on today's show. Everybody have a great day. Thank you for listening to this show on Youngstown Studio. If you like our programming, we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Facebook page, or subscribe to your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. This is original Youngstown content, and we would appreciate you sharing the videos and the word about us. Thank you.